before we dive into the summary, because of the content of this episode, I want to read a brief disclaimer. If you or someone you know is suicidal or in emotional distress, please contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Now, on this episode, Danielle teaches us about the differences, the different services she's offering for different levels of skill, as well as some of the business strategies for running client retreats. Next, Danielle is going to share a very personal reason why she incorporates mindset health into all her fitness programs. And at the end, we dive into Danielle's philosophy on wealth, investing, and as always, your tip for building your wealth muscle. Thank you and enjoy the show. Welcome to Building Your Wealth Muscle, a podcast about building and protecting wealth for online health and fitness coaches. Each episode, we're going to break down different topics in the areas of business, finance, and tax, and how they pertain to your coaching business. Disclaimer, the topics covered in this podcast are for educational purposes only. This is not advice for your specific situation. Please consult a qualified financial or tax professional before making changes to your financial or tax situation. Now, here's your host, certified financial planner, Pat Darby. How you doing, everybody? Today, we're joined by Danielle Gray. Welcome to Building Your Wealth Muscle. How are you? Thanks for joining us. I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. No problem. I feel like I've been following you for a few years now, and I think in that amount of time, your following grew from like 10,000 to 60,000. I think mine grew from like 100 to 600. So no percentages way. might be the same. <laughs> I was at 10,000 in like 2016, I think. So you had to have caught me like higher. I, I was in the 20s for like a good few years. And then one video went viral last year and I like doubled. So really? Yeah. I feel like I started following maybe 2018. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I was probably, I was probably in the teens or early 20s. Oh, <laughs> well, that's great. Yeah. Um, well, tell the listeners that they may not be familiar with you a little bit about yourself and, and your background. Yeah. So I uh, was a gymnast the majority of my life. Well, actually, I'm older now, so technically not a majority anymore. That's weird. I started when I was four and I, you know, did it through high school. But I just ended up like not in the right environment, not with the right coaches. My teammates just had we had issues. And so ultimately I retired at 15 and then I, um, I dove into acting and dance and musical theater. And then I went to college and focused on that. Um, and just kind of always stayed active with movement because that's who I was. And because I left gymnastics, it was so, it was so weird because I had this identity shift. I just like, I, I was like, who am I? I've always been Danielle the gymnast. All right, if I'm not that, then what am I? So I had that little fun trying to rediscover myself. And then in college, my friend took me to a pole fitness class. She ended up not liking it. I loved it. I stuck around with it. And then I competed regionally and nationally. So I'm technically a professional division pole dancer. And uh, then I realized once I was in my desk job and I was you know, doing pole class, I was doing parkour stuff, I was training at the beach, all of that um, was just kind of, you know, my playtime. And I was noticing myself expanding on my desk chair 
at my office job, just like gradually and like getting out of breath going up the stairs. I was like, what is happening? And at that same time, I was part-time gymnastics coaching because I missed it so much. I went back and coached. And then I was also part-time personal training. And I realized I kept forgetting to pick up my checks at the gymnastics gym. And I was like, all right, you should probably follow this passion. So I turned down a promotion on my desk job. And then I went into fitness full time. And it, it truly has been an incredible journey, incredible ride. I'm still, you know, shifting every, every few years, just trying new things and, and growing organically and in a natural way, I guess, whatever the, the progressive natural way to grow um, happens. That's what I've been doing. So you launched your business that, that was back when? That was, I came up with the idea for Train Like a Gymnast because that's how I was training all my clients um, back in 2016. And then it was supposed to be just like an ebook back then and it was like a complete fail. Um, and so I was like, all right, we'll put that on the back burner for now. Let me focus on becoming like a better trainer and everything. And then 2018 was more of the modern version of what you see today because we had an app, we had a 28 day challenge, we had an ongoing membership program where people were doing weekly check-ins and we had, you know, weekly calls. It was, it was really, really, uh, intense. It was $200 a month back then. So it was a lot of my time and these girls knew each other. They like sent secret Santa stuff from the holidays and everything. It was such a great um, community. So when COVID hit, we, <laughs> uh, I made some decisions that I didn't know uh, were going to affect me in the ways, ways that they did. I dissolved the virtual program before COVID. Um, so that was fun. <laughs> and so we're still rebuilding that now kind of but it's good. We've had to like start over um, in a sense. And we are picking up what worked, you know, we're bringing what worked and moving that forward and making it better from feedback. So post COVID, you brought the virtual back. Yeah. Um, so because I was like 2020 is gonna be the year of in person stuff. So we did some retreats. Um, we did some workshops in 2019. I planned for 2020. It's still postponed. Um, and then I was like, oh, we should have kept that. I need to be doing that right now. And but there were just there was just so much going on that, like, since I dissolved it, I got rid of the platform and all of the exercise library with over 200 <laughs> exercises that I had. Oh, God, oh, no. painful to talk about. But uh, it's all now in our new app. So it's just in a better user, more user friendly um, you know, platform. But yeah, last year we ended up doing a lot of community building work and, you know, finding ambassadors and doing outreach and just kind of creating the movement of what Train Like a Gymnast is. And then this year now it's more like implementation and getting those things up and running and turning that community into members. Is your community all over the country or world or because you're based in California, right? Yeah, LA. based in Los Angeles currently, um, but we've got people in all different countries. It's really cool. It's it's global, and I really want it to become a global movement, kind of like CrossFit, Pilates, bar. It just I want it to be trained like a gymnast to be a thing. It literally means what it sounds like. You're, you're just training like a gymnast, but it's not you doing backflips necessarily. It's you know you doing the conditioning and the strength and the stretching to make yourself a well-rounded athlete. And then that foundation will help you realize, oh, maybe I can flip someday. That's pretty. That's a pretty cool niche that you have. Do you have, I don't know, maybe 
you might attract this. Do you know what the average age is? Because I feel like that's pretty cool, especially if people get older. Like they mm -hmm. probably wish they ever tried it, but maybe they're like, oh, it's I'm too old exactly. now. Yeah, we've had people in their 50s and 60s doing our Wow. But our age range uh, recently has pretty much been between 25 and 40. That's kind of our sweet spot. Although we can help, you know, all ages. There's even a T-Lag Kids section in our app. So if there's a mom who, you know, her, her daughter is in gymnastics class and then while she's waiting to pick her up, or whatever, does like a workout from the T-Lag app, but then maybe her daughter's struggling with something and her daughter needs to stretch more or needs, you know, more focus on a certain skill, boom, then when they get home, they can, she can cast the T-Lag Kids workouts up onto the TV and her daughter can keep practicing. So I really want to make it that kind of family um, app and understand these families and the, the moms are like, I always wanted to do it or uh, I never got to or my kid gets to and I, they're, my kid's trying to teach me how to do a cartwheel, like all of that stuff. I want you to feel confident in your abilities to be able to do that stuff because if you're a human, you literally see other humans doing it. So you are capable. You just need the training or the experience to be able to do it. It's not like, oh, I'll never get there because I never did it. It's, it's like, I don't know. It's like saying to a child who's learning to walk, oh, you've never walked before, so you're not going to be able to walk. Like, what? <laughs> what? Doesn't make sense. That is, that is true. I feel like, I don't, know that, I don't know how, there is like a stigma that if you don't learn gymnastics early, then yeah. it's just never going to happen. I have no idea where that started. And it could have started with the whole like, communist thing and as we're seeing so much of the abuse that's coming out in the sport but when you look back at olympians in the like 40s and 50s they looked like real women and they were doing stuff but kind of in the 70s is when it really started to shift where you think about like a young girl in a leotard kind of prepubescent and you know tight ponytail and that's it like for some reason gymnasts are not thought of as just people who move their bodies and do like calisthenics stuff. Calisthenics, a lot of people are training like gymnasts. That's what it is. But for some reason, when you attach the word gymnast to it, insurance companies freak out, people themselves freak out, parents freak out. It's just, I don't know. People have this pa thought. Parents, what are they worried about? Um, injury? Yeah, or? injury, like, oh, I don't want my uh, kid doing that, it's too dangerous, or, you know, they're going to land on their neck and be paralyzed or, um, but really training like a gymnast is if I had a stadium full of people and everyone brought just a yoga mat and there were 10,000 people in this, you know, facility, I could have every single person training like a gymnast in some way with a modification with the thing that I'm trying to get them to do and a progression. So everyone can pick the level that they need. You literally only need your space because you have your body, right? You just need the space around you and you don't even need equipment. Sure, we have a, a workout kit for you know your home where you can do sliders and have bands and everything, but everything can be done body weight because it's so focused on form. And then after you're all worked out, then you stretch and cool down. That's it. <laughs> I, I wonder... I would imagine, I know there's probably a smaller sample population, but I would imagine the injury rate's lower than like football and things like that for the athletes. But I, Yeah, I'm not sure about the actual statistics. Um, where we kind of excel, <laughs> excel, fail, whatever you want to call it, it's the, the eating disorders area. 
but that's kind of female athletes in general. But as far as injuries go, because things are so repetitive and so mastered and so heavily spotted and so padded with, you know, either a pit or foam or, you know, your coach, like this weekend I was um, at the Santa Monica Acro Green and I was doing L-Base Acro. Like I have a partner on his back and I'm doing stuff on his feet. I'm a flyer. And he was like, I want to try this, like, you know, half twist martini. And I was like, I don't want to twist, but we got two spotters and then they were just like, go for it. And I was like, yeah. And we did it a few times and we had such good spotters. And somehow, even though I had no idea where I was in space, I didn't die, you know, um, but that's on grass with only spotters and a yoga mat. That's not you being in a gymnastics gym strapped into a bar with a coach spotting you and you're literally attached to the bar or you're on the floor and you're doing forward rolls. Like, there's progression. You're not going to go to an adult gymnastics class or come to a retreat of ours or download the app and expect to just like do a back handspring first class. Like that's not, that's not gymnastics. I really want to assure anyone listening that is not what it means to train like a gymnast. Eventually. Yeah. But there are three-year-olds who take gymnastics class. I I don't see many three-year-olds flipping. (laughs) They might be like, doing cartwheels and rolls and stuff but unless you're simone biles there's it's you start somewhere everyone starts somewhere that's great the um so what is the progression like so if someone comes to you what are the different like service offerings how can people work with you like what are the different ways so if someone is very very beginner or they've never done gymnastics before and they always wanted to we have a beginner program that originally started off as a uh, 12-week, I believe, ebook that we basically adjusted and made it to fit this app. Um, so that beginner program in there is a longer-formed, more generic fitness, but still focused on, you know, gymnastic strength and conditioning. But, you know, it's got things like lunges and glute bridges and, you know, squat jumps, things that you see in a regular gym, but that is a lot of the strength and conditioning that we did to get to a competitive level. A lot of times pre-team, before you start competing, you go to practice and it's primarily conditioning. You're doing drills, you're doing stations because you don't have routines yet. You may start to learn the, the skills and the progressions before you start competing, but it's really not until you reach a high level that you go to practice and you literally only drill skills or routines. Um, If someone has kind of a foundation with gymnastics, either they did it when they were a kid, um, they can still do a cartwheel or they're not too scared to go upside down, but they, it's been a long time since they've done it, or maybe they did compete at a higher level, but again, it's been like 20 years since they've been in a gym. Then that's a really, really good starting place for our 28 day challenge because that one will bring back memories (laughs) because that one is very, very, um, not, I mean, regiment is very structured where if you went to any gym across the country or the world, you would see gymnasts doing this, um, you know, like hollow body rocks, you've got Superman lifts, like arch ups, you've got, um, like dinosaur kicks or baby handstands where you just kind of lift that bottom leg off the ground. Um, you've got squat jumps, you've got lunge switches, all the things that burn and make you kind of scream. But we've had people in that program also in their fifties lose like 12 pounds in those 28 days. And because it's not just a workout program 
I'm also helping you with, you know, your mindset. Cause there's a mindfulness portion in our app as well. That gives you pep talks, helps you stay calm, brings you back to, you know, your, your center, your alignment. Um, we've got productivity stuff and just kind of generic holistic training. Um, and then there's a nutritional guidelines in the insights tab. So you're going to intermittent fast. You're going to figure out your own schedule, start what work fits your lifestyle. You're going to stick with this through your whole program, do all of the workouts. And we are, I haven't really announced this. So you're getting the exclusive beginning in January. We're going to be doing uh, month long challenges that are a little bit different than the 28 day challenge. Cause these will change every month and they'll expire. But if someone does all of the, you know, the nutritional stuff, all of the workouts at the end of that month, you will be entered in a raffle to win a pair of Vivo Barefoot shoes of your choice. They partnered with us. And they're going to give us one pair a month for a year. So for wow. our for our people, it's going to be very exciting and um, a really good kind of motivator for, for people to, you know, just take their health and fitness into their own control. Um, there's so much that, that crosses over into your regular life from fitness, you know, it can help you with your relationships. It can help you with your career. It can help you with um, just your own mental health by what you do in your, um, I guess your free time or how you, you choose to live your life, that lifestyle. So if somebody is, so if someone typically joins through the app, if someone wants more individual attention, do you guys have service offerings for people who are either more advanced or just saying, you know, I got the time and money. I want to excel faster. Yeah. So if someone wants more hands-on help, um, this is what kind of COVID put like suffocated. Um, <laughs> we, we, we had one day workshops uh, and we started them in LA and then we were going to start to travel to like Chicago, to New York, Miami, all these places. We wanted to do one day workshops for people in these like, kind of hot spots where we saw a lot of people um, in our community. And we would start the day off with mindfulness, goal setting, meditation. Then we'd have, you know, your workout, your main portion of conditioning, uh, some circuits. And then you would have a section where there's a mini workshop, whether it's hand balancing or stretching and active flexibility. Then at the end, there's your cool down, your stretching and then prizes. So that is a really good way for like a short burst of like, if you want a spot, if you want to get into a gym, um, but we have been able to maintain our retreats over uh, COVID. So we've done three so far. We're on hold, but hopefully we'll do at least one next year. And that's a five-day, four-night uh, experience. It's incredible. Same kind of thing. There's so much personal development work in there, along with, yeah, getting to play and renting out a gym. But you stay in an estate with all the other retreaters. And it's usually less than 15 people. We, we cap it there because... Also, I need to fit everyone in there and I need to be able to give them attention. So it's usually around 10 people, um, but you get a lot of individual attention. Uh, we do mini workshops in there. You get to, you know, create your own content. You get to learn with me. But if you want just like personal training, I offer that as well. It's just that my time is very, very limited. So sure. rates are higher. I would recommend doing one of these group things where it's a workshop or an event or a retreat for that hands-on, you know, spotting and attention and learning. So from the, the business side of the retreats, how much 
time, energy, and is it is there profitability or is it just a big part of the business model because you love it? Well, the big part of it is that I love it because ultimately me as Danielle, I've always loved travel. I've always loved gymnastics. I've always loved event planning and like itinerary making and, you know, helping people. And then I love personal development. I'm like, what else? This is literally the perfect job. <laughs> so I was able to create that perfect job for myself while helping people. Um, but there definitely is a profitability aspect. Uh, it's just been tough with COVID to convince people to travel. So we haven't really seen much of that because, sure. I mean, yeah. the first retreat we did was in Hawaii and I spent nine months planning that because I wanted it to be exactly what I envisioned. And it was incredible. And that was February, 2020. Like we went <laughs> home and we were like, what's this COVID thing everyone's talking about? <laughs> wow. And then we were done. So I'm so thankful that we got to do that one. Um, and then the next two were Lake Tahoe and Park City. So it was a little bit smaller, um, but still incredible transformations and testimonials and stories. You know, I've got like over a hundred testimonials from people and retreats and workshops and the, you know, challenges and the, the programs. It's just, it's out there. It, it literally works. And you've got so many people who can attest to it. Like, it's not just me, like listen to them, take it from them. Um, so yeah, I mean, like if we were able to sell out um, a retreat with, you know, like let's say because I have staff too that stays there, like 11 to 13 retreaters, something like that. Based on what we've seen trend-wise with what it costs to kind of host a retreat or, you know, because all of the, the costs are at front because <laughs> you have to book stuff to then promote stuff to then get people to sign up. So um typically if we can sell it out a retreat could be um like over 20 grand profitable that's great and, like and you can do five or six a year in a in a non-covid year that is very hard my goal is three three okay. <laughs> it does take a lot of, of planning because you've got to also kind of be selling the next one like right as the first one is happening because people are going to see that stuff. I'm like, Oh, what, the, what is this? I want to do it. And you have to have the next one already ready, ideally. Sure. Um, so three is, is the goal. The most we've done so far is two. Um, but are they open to men and women? Mm -hmm. We usually have one to two guys who show up and um, yeah, it's just our demographic is primarily female. Sure. But there are always men who are like, I want to do that. Or, Oh, calisthenics is cool. And gymnastics is fun. I want to flip. And, um, that's just how it's always worked out. I would say like 80 to 90% female and yeah, 10 to 20%. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So then you also have the app just from like a, a profitability standpoint, do you have a limit on people in your challenge or it's unlimited because you have the capacity with the technology? With the technology, thankfully we have the opportunity to scale even more. Like my goal is to have over a thousand people in, um, worldwide each like, month in each month's challenge well it's an ongoing subscription so it's okay. 14.99 like a month the first month is a dollar so you get to try it out for you know for a full month then it's 14.99 a month after that or 99.99 for the year so it's like eight dollars 33 cents a month or something like that um so if you're telling me you cannot afford eight dollars <laughs> a month i'm gonna call bs and <laughs> you probably have bigger problems if you're, yeah. and maybe you shouldn't be doing this, but um, 
you know, this that's not even a burrito at Chipotle. Like, calm down. You can you can do that. So <laughs> the biggest thing with people is like, I'm not going to use it. I know I'll just spend the money. I'm not going to use it. Well, the cool thing is the accountability because I send you push notifications. You can set reminders, right? When I drop new content, it's going in. And you don't just have access to me. You sign up through me, yes, and your homepage will be me. But if you go to the Discover tab, you will have every other trainer's content as well. Every other trainer who's on that app, you will have access to their workouts. And there are big, big name trainers on there, like Supermodels. There, you know, the Kevin Hart's trainer is on there. Demi Bagby, really, really big people have their stuff on that app as well. So I highly recommend you go to trainlikeagymnastapp.com. Just give it a try for a month, you know, a dollar. You lose a dollar and you don't even know you have a dollar. So I would try it out, see, and then you can make a decision. But a lot of people have said, this is like, wow, I I work out consistently for two years and this is kicking my butt because gymnastics conditioning is different. And I really want people to realize you're going to get stronger in ways you didn't know that you could get stronger. Um, so I do have the capacity there to, you know, be exponential. With the challenges, I have thought about doing almost like an upsell type thing like oh i'm looking for 20 women who really want to do this intensive 28 day challenge for the month like yes you have the app but then you also pair it with me for you know more touch bases haven't really solidified that because we just launched the app uh like three weeks ago so it's very very new still um and we're still trying to grow it promote it share it and spread it far and wide and throw it down the field all that stuff so um i'm really excited because i've been looking for this or waiting for this for years and I don't know if it didn't exist or if I just couldn't find it out in the world but this is exactly what I've been wanting is the ability to host everything in one place have long-form videos have short-form looping videos have the membership have people you know link out to get a t-leg shirt or you know buy our workout kit and just learn more about me and what train like a gymnast is and it's it's incredible I'm super stoked on it and this is this is where I'm sending everybody to start right now did you so from my perspective i'm not a techie person this sounds very overwhelming like so if you're a young fitness coach did you design this from scratch with developers or was there like a template you were able to put your branding on exactly so um this app i mean i've used trainerize in the past that's what we originally used but this app is super cool because it's it's white labeled in that sense of of you have depending on your tier you have your own custom sales page, you have, you know, that with your own website, your branding, and I've done all this work over the past few years. So I've got my logo, my colors, um, you know, my, my branding, my mission, my theme, all of this stuff written out, all of these programs over like 72 weeks of programs, like, I'm good, I just needed to move it to a place. Um, and so I just get to upload all of that. And depending on your tier, like they can upload it for you. If you don't have a logo, they can create it for you and create your colors and your fonts and all of that. But I am fairly skilled in you know, design and I understand the back end of stuff. And again, I'm already kind of prepared. So it was fairly intuitive and simple for me. Um, and I, my onboarder was super helpful. I, if I ever had a question, I asked and she answered. They're, they're great, I love them. So that was it an upfront financial commitment or did they take a percentage? Of- so that's also another cool thing why I went with them because other apps will like charge you X amount for this, uh, like this many clients or whatever. Um, 
and then they'll also take a, a, a cut. And that's like, that's a lot. If you don't yeah. have a cl any clients yet, like that's a very big upfront cost. So after COVID, well, still in, but like after COVID like smacked us to the ground, um, I was not in a place for a big financial investment. So thankfully they are revenue split. So cool. they make money if you bring in clients. So um, depending on if someone signs up through your link or if someone signs up just through the app and discovers you, there are different percentages that you can make, but you, but you make a lot more and they're really invested in you because it's almost like an agent in a sense, like what through fitness modeling agents will take a percentage, but they don't make money unless they get you jobs. So it's, it's really that sense. So it's, um, there's a lot of initiative that you got to take and you got to be serious about it. If you become a creator or have, you know, your app, it, it's, it's a lot of hard work. And if you want to be successful, like you have, you have to just keep going. If you, if you stop because something's frustrating you, of course you're not going to be successful. <laughs> yeah. You stop. Yeah. I mean, if you stop and because you know that you want to go a different direction, then sure. That's, that's great. But if you just stop because, Oh, this isn't working. It's not going fast enough. Oh, I can't like, that's not, that's not an excuse. That's not enough to make somebody decide, Oh yeah, I'll support you now because like, it's not, it's not that you just, every no gets you closer to a yes. If you never ask, the answer is always no. You know, it, there's always a way if you want something bad enough, that's kind of how I live my life and try to teach my clients how to live their lives. So, so that's, that's really great to hear because obviously like persistence is key. So on that line of questioning or line of thought, yeah. where do you see the, the end vision for the company like 20, 30 years from now? Yeah. So this is a big one because it's shifted a little bit, a few times. I still have kind of a general idea, but there are certain things that we can't predict because 10 years ago, I, I mean, yes, apps existed, but I was not thinking that I was going to be um, an entrepreneur. I was not thinking I was going to be in fitness. I was, I was in college and I was obsessed with HGTV and I, wa I was majoring in PR and I wanted to work at an entertainment PR firm, live in Santa Monica, um, be married at 24 and kids at 25. I am 29, still in the first apartment I got after college, um, now single. Um, <laughs> so... You know, that's only 10 years. So thinking 20 years is like, I have no idea. But um, I really want to be able to focus on what I can do, right? I can always hire other coaches who can go out and lead those workshops based on our vision, right? But I'm, I'm really the, the one who kind of started this vision of train like a gymnast and a gymnast is like train like Danielle, kind of. Right. But the mission and the vision is so much bigger than just me. That's why we started getting other people involved who could do more than me. Like it's, li it's limited by my abilities, but I don't want that to mean, oh, we can't help this person just because I'm not able to. I know somebody who can. So we've looked, we have um, stretch like a gymnast and press like a gymnast, two different online courses that you can go at your own pace. Um, and those are different instructors. We also, you know, have those events that I want to outsource and have people teaching them around. I would love to continue teaching retreats, um, hosting retreats, 
and then leading those big events, almost like Kayla Itzinas, or Itzines, the one, um, the founder of Sweat. So like she's yeah. renting out big venues and just leading workouts with a, with a mic and getting that kind of um, just motivation, inspiration, again, holistically, so meditation, mental health, physical health, and, you know, the stretching at the end. Um, and I want people to bring friends. I want people to realize that they can do this. They can. They really can. It's it's not intimidating. And you guys can say, that's easy for you to say. But really, if I made you stand on a yoga mat, put your arms over your head, squeeze your butt, bring your ribs in, and keep your arms by your ears, that's really hard to do. Okay? Just standing. <laughs> it's really, it's a lot harder than you think. But that's training like a gymnast. Because that's a handstand upside down. Yeah. Just standing there, you're saying, without losing your balance? Just standing up. On your two feet, arms up over your head, get your arms, get your shoulders by your ears, pull your ribs in, right? And your legs are straightened together. If you flipped you upside down, that's a handstand. Huh. Right? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, so that's, so you, that's a different mentality. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to touch on something that you said earlier, but I want to highlight it. You, you make it a focal point to incorporate mental health in your training programs. Can you talk more about that? Absolutely. Well, I mean, I myself have my, my own struggles and story with that. So I'm, I completely relate to people who are going through that kind of stuff. And a couple months ago, I mean, I was, I was suicidal. I actually had to text my mom and say, can you come make sure I don't kill myself? Uh, So, and that was right after I had hosted a retreat. And so, you know, those things can happen to us. And then our mind goes, you shouldn't be feeling like this. You just hosted a retreat. You're successful. You like this. You're a fitness model. Other people don't have that. Like your brain will tell you that you should not be feeling like this, but we're all humans. And so it's okay to feel like this. That's what this tattoo means. I just got it recently. My first one ever is an avocado. Um, it means to hold my darkness and my light. Okay, so the pit of the avocado darkness and holding it in my light. Right, so all my negative thoughts, all my darkness, I don't want that darkness to overpower me, right? And I become small. I need to acknowledge, yes, I have this darkness. Here it is. Let me give it a hug. Let me sit with it. Let's have a cup of tea. All right, you've been here long enough. Thank you. Here's the door, you know, and then happiness is waiting for their turn. You know, it's, it's um, a lot easier said than done. But especially on this side where I used to self-harm, I needed something permanent to see and remind myself, you've been here before and you need to know that this is okay to feel like this. Just give that, give that darkness a hug. So I really teach um, health and fitness through that mental aspect because humans in general avoid uncomfortable things. We're not going to like actively choose to like put ourselves in pain or discomfort. It's just, that's not human nature. So what I have to do is figure out how to make you like to train like a gymnast. And it's not forcing, but I'm planning to do it with my grandma and my aunt on Thanksgiving. And I'm like thinking already, how can I get like an elbow to a knee touch, make them feel like all right, maybe I think about my grandma's childhood dog. All right, give Tippy a kiss. Give Tippy a kiss. Like, you can go into, like, I think that was the dog's name. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make sure, right? 
but there are ways, whether you're working with kids, whether you're working with adults, you know, I've worked with people in their seventies, same things. And oh my gosh, my client, my 70 something year old client, she'll kill me if I say her age. Um, she, when we're working on like just standing on one foot and like doing balance work and if she can hold it, she's like, she gets super excited. You know, she celebrates, um, because it's about that fun. It is fun. And I need people to realize that working out and moving doesn't have to mean getting a gym membership, going to the gym. Oh, I'm an adult now. I guess I have to go lift weights or go for a run outside. I teach running classes and I've always hated running. <laughs> I used to cry during cardio at gymnastics. <laughs> you now would cry? I would cry. Oh, I hated running. It hurt. It was not fun. I couldn't breathe. Um, and now, and now I teach running classes for iFit. So there are, you know, I would avoid running because I just know I hate running. But now I've figured out a way to make it fun because I teach it or I'm showing that like other people can do this and helping people lose weight. So it's, it's rewarding. It's something that I enjoy now. And I don't even feel the pain of running anymore also because I'm on particular equipment. But uh, it's, it's so different. So with Train Like a Gymnast, you've got to figure out and maybe gymnastics isn't it. And maybe it's rock climbing for you. Maybe it is um, jujitsu. Maybe it's uh, swimming. Like, it doesn't have to be trained like a gymnast, but I want adults to realize that just because you've turned 18 or 21 or 30 or whatever doesn't mean that it, you have to stop doing the sport that you grew up with or what you loved. You know, like you didn't play volleyball in high school to have toned legs. You played volleyball because it was fun or you wanted to get better or you liked it that's the same thing so maybe you always wanted to try gymnastics and this is your chance to try right that's what I want I really want people um, to understand I really want to like get that into people's heads that the mental health side of it is understanding your why it's finding how to make it work oh I'm so busy all right I literally uploaded a 60 second workout same thing with like, if you can't afford a $1 a month, or if you cannot do a 60 second workout, there is a problem that is bigger than everything. <laughs> yeah. So this one is three exercises in 60 seconds, all standing, no equipment. Find a way because there is a way for you to do the things that you want to. And once people understood that, then there became sustainable change. It wasn't, oh, I'm doing this diet. Oh, I'm doing this 28 day challenge only it becomes ongoing people have a different you know shift they have a different perspective in their minds they're figuring out okay well i'm going out to dinner or thanksgiving is coming up whatever it is right um i'm going to be eating differently so my intermittent fasting schedule with my eight hour window or 10 hour window however long people are doing it needs to shift because maybe you're having a dinner where you don't usually eat that late all you got to do is shift that window. It doesn't mean, oh, I failed today. I fell off the wagon. Well, it's, there's no point. Okay, literally just start again tomorrow. <laughs> just, do you have people reaching out to you on the app for your support? Or how does that, does your um, team help you? Sometimes we'll have questions and I'm able to respond. But like after every workout, it'll ask how it went with a rating. So you can respond and then it shows up in my messages tab and I can respond. I can share it to Instagram. Um you know, privately or publicly. And you can, you can always email team at trainlikeagymnast.com and we'll get back to you. We have an email list and we send out emails and 
um, help. And you can always talk to a human being because this is there are there are three of us. Oh so. wow! So there's a lot of accountability for people that are potentially. Yeah, I'm the main coach. Kelsey is our project manager. And then Serena is our um, communications manager who writes all the emails and the blogs. So there are three of us who, you know, are checking, you know, the Instagram, the email account, the app, all of that. So we're here. The, uh, that's pretty good to hear, especially because, as you well know, there's very crowded in the fitness space. You yeah. have done a great job of differentiating yourself and having mm-hmm. like a very targeted type of fitness training. But what would you say is like a major problem in the, in the fitness coaching industry that training like a gymnast tries Mm -hmm. to solve or at least differentiate themselves even more? I think the biggest problem that I see is that there's still, there are still people out there who only give people workouts. That's it. You cannot work off or you cannot outwork a, bad um, nutrition like yeah your your bad meal choices um a bad diet there's no way to to do that there's no way it's very very hard to get motivated to move your body when you're in bed crying all day staring out the window speaking for a friend (laughs) (laughs) right there there it has to be holistic and if people are thinking, oh, yeah, just do this diet for 30 days, if you can't picture yourself doing that restrictive diet 10 years from now, it's not sustainable, right? There are so many things that are going to get in the way. Life's going to happen. You're going to lose people, right? Maybe you change jobs. Maybe you move towns. Maybe you start working from home and everything in your kitchen is there. You know, there's there are so many things that come into place. So you have to think strategically for how can you make this part of your lifestyle? How can you make it sustainable? How can you continue to stay on top of your health and keep it a priority? Maybe you're taking the stairs. Maybe you park farther away at the grocery store. Um, you know, maybe you, you work on your pelvic floor health and do 10 squats before you go to the bathroom. Like, I don't know, like <laughs> there's, there are ways to get creative and you, and if you have kids a hundred percent and you're trying to and you're trying to help teach a foundation for fitness and movement for them. Oh my gosh. It's so fun because they turn everything into a game. If you're like, all right, how fast can you clean up your room? I'm going to time you go, go, go. Then it turns into a cardio workout. Right. I used to do that for, for my gymnast because I didn't want to clean up all the things. <laughs> well, I would, I would time them too. At the end, their cardio was okay. Make this gym a mess in three minutes. Go put everything in the middle of the floor, every mat, and they're lifting all these heavy mats and like, oh my gosh, it was, oh, that's it was genius. Awesome. And then, all right, now put it all away the exact way you found it. Go. <laughs> and you're rushing. And it, that gym looks spotless. But, um, and then at the end, they just like all died and all the floor because they're exhausted. If you're trying to get your kid to bed, maybe make them make their room a mess and then see how fast they can clean it up. I don't know. That's a fun way to do it. Or if you're at the park, maybe you try to race them. And maybe they beat you and they feel amazing or they don't beat you and they've got, I got to beat mom. I got to beat dad. <laughs> right. There, there are so many ways to turn movement into fun and a, and a thing, actually, this is a good thing that I want to change in gymnastics specifically is I guess it happens in other sports too, but turning conditioning into punishment, right? Drop and give me 20. Oh, you're talking, go run, a, run a lap. Right. 
that turns into negativity. That turns into punishment. Yeah, so it's just basically you're planning. You're making things sustainable. You're finding a way to, all right, if I have this event coming up, I'm going to adjust my intermittent fasting window. I'm going to find a way to make it work. There's always a way to make it work, right, if you want something bad enough. And I want people to realize that you truly can do this. You want to do something that is fun. The more fun you make it, the more you're going to do it. The more you do it, the better results, the more results, the more confidence. And then it just kind of snowballs from there and it becomes part of you. You know, when you think back to what, how did you identify when you were a kid? Did you identify as a blank player, as a gymnast, as a whatever? And that's still a part of you. Um, so, so honor that and get back to that. Do the things that make you smile, that you love. If you haven't tried gymnastics and give it a try. If you have and it's not your cup of tea, then keep trying other things, right? One of the things that I would, I think is interesting about your business and correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of fitness coaches have an issue where people hit a certain point and they're like, okay, I'm good. Like if, I, if they're training in the gym, whereas I would guess you have much higher retention rates since there's, there's no ending to trying to train like a gymnast. Like you can always get better. And, and if you're phonetizing it for lack of that, you know, let's make up a word. Um, yeah. So has that been your experience as well? Um, I think also because our, our former program was pricey uh, for the everyday person. I think the finances became the stopping point, but not the, not the like, oh, I've reached my goal. Okay, cool. Because there's always a way to make something harder. You're always seeing every Olympic year, there's some new skill that's being named after someone. It just keeps getting harder and harder. Um, so no matter what, there's always something to progress to. There's always creativity, but I see what you mean about like, okay, I wanted to be this weight. I think that's also something that can change in the fitness industry. And that T lag is changing. It's, it's performance based. The aesthetics is a side effect. I, I care about what you can do, how your quality of life is, because if you, if you go down deep enough and figure out your why, maybe some people um, lost their grandparents and they always wish that they knew them or were able to, you know, run around and play or be, go somewhere with their grandparents. Maybe that's their why they want to be around for their grandkids. Maybe you want to have a quality of life where you can go for walks if you want to in your eighties. Right. But maybe you've seen others who can't and your why should be deep enough or emotional enough that it makes you cry. So you got to figure out what you're doing it for, who you're doing it for, because fitness is tough. Getting healthy is tough. It's simple, but it's not easy. So you have to have something strong enough to pull you through the tough times. Um, so, so you got to do that work. And that is something that TLAG does help with compared to a lot of other programs that are like, doing my six week challenge and, and you get a cash prize. Okay, bye. Good luck the rest of your life. <laughs> I I want to teach a man to fish. I want to teach you how to not need me anymore. I want to teach you how to become, you know, a trainer for me and help other people change their lives. That's what I want. I don't want to just get you to one goal and that's it. I love working with people for m multiple years. I just went to one of my former gymnasts' 16th birthday parties last or a couple days ago. And I've been wow. working with her or, you know, I worked with her when she was in my super tights class where they have to tie a ribbon around their ankle. So they make sure they do the same foot on things. 
when she was like five or seven. It's just incredible. And she now volunteers at T-Lag events with her mom. That's so cool. Yeah. Because of your Olympic background, do you have some people that you are training to go that track? Like they're elite athletes looking to do gymnastics? Um, well, I was junior Olympics. It was not Olympic. Um, <laughs> it's still pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's, eh, I did not get into collegiate level. So let's just put it that way. But okay. um, I have worked with people who I looked up to. I used to work for UCLA Gymnastics. And, you know, one of the girls from the team, when I used to like look up to them and work for them, joined T-Lag a couple years ago. And she, you know, she had a lot of realization. She's like, oh, you actually need to stretch. <laughs> like sometimes if you're naturally flexible, you don't think that you need to stretch. But then when you do stretch, you're like, whoa, I need to maintain this. Use or lose it. So there are some people we've had collegiate level. No, well, we've had, I guess, technically an elite level, but um, no Olympians uh, participate in T-Lag because that's not really our demographic. Our demographic sure. is more so the, the, the beginner intermediate who wants to get in shape in general be in the best shape mentally and physically feel like themselves again, boost their confidence, feel strong and like with their body. Cause a lot of times our brain can feel completely disconnected from our body. Like, what is this? I don't even feel, or you run into a wall. You're like, Whoa, my arms over there. The proprioception is all off and you don't know how fast you rotate anymore. So all of that stuff has to come back. Those are who I'm working with more. Like people who want to get into that gymnastics, that, that full body weight, alignment that's great yeah so the uh so that's like a full spectrum of like skill in your program mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely so the business sounds like it's obviously doing extremely well especially we had covid that was a speed bump for probably a lot of a the fitness lot. industry <laughs> um what would you say to like young coaches out there that are thinking of starting their own online program, like what are your general philosophies on building wealth and financial freedom outside of the business? Yeah, absolutely. So you do not equal your business, but you heavily influence its success. So the more personal development, the more work you do on yourself to understand your behaviors, understand your whys, all of that will help you be able to kind of detach from the business, but help it grow and succeed. What I mean by that is, all right, if you're able to understand the, if you're someone who really doesn't like to sell, first of all, it's going to be tough <laughs> as an entrepreneur, um, but then get curious about why don't I like to sell? Because selling is you offering your services, showing your talents and your gifts and spreading it in the world and helping change other people's lives. That's what selling is. It's not pushy car salesmen because we all are being sold constantly. So if you really hone in on who you can help and who you can refer to someone else who can help, then you'll be able to come from a place of like, yep, I can help you. No, but I know someone who can. You'll not be coming from a place of scarcity, which people can feel, which is that, hey, I need to make quota. You really got to get this car. You know, I really want you in my program because I need another client and I need to make rent this month. Like it should not come from that place. It should come from who do I really want to work with for the rest of my life? Who would be my perfect client? And like, we all know there's like that one person. You're like, if I could have all of like a Rachel, all of a, this person, it'd be good because they work hard. They really want it. You know, I don't want it more than them. Um, 
and they have, you know, enough disposable income to keep this going. And they don't take themselves too seriously. They're not super obsessive about it. Oh my gosh, I went over by five calories today. Like you got to understand that everything kind of is in moderation. Your body is not a machine. It is, but it's not. Um, so you got to get clear about who you can help. You've got to get clear about your blocks, your limiting beliefs, you know, what's holding you back from here. How can you get better and understand more to help teach other people who can work underneath you? Those are the really big things with marketing as well as just presentation for yourself and your brand that will really help to have a solid foundation as you grow um, for sure. What would you say would be one action step that a new fitness coach could do today to start building wealth either inside or outside of their business? If they want to build their wealth inside or outside, I would highly recommend looking into where do I want to get better and why? That's the first question to start with. Maybe it's, I want to be a better coach. Like I want to know more things. Why? So I can help a wider range of people. Okay. Then how do I do that? Maybe I get certified in different areas. Maybe I take courses here. Maybe I find a mentor and you get strategic after figuring out what it is you want to change because change can't happen unless you're aware of it. So you need to become aware of what you want to change, what you want to be better at, figure out the why behind it, the true why. And you can ask yourself why five times to get deeper. And then you figure out, okay, what are my action steps? And you can work backwards from that ultimate goal until this present moment. And then you'll have a plan laid out for you to get there. That's gold. This has been extremely helpful, Danielle. Um, if our listeners want to learn more about you and your company, what's the best way for them to find you? Danielle Gray Fit on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all that fun stuff. That's where I basically live, right? And you can find at Train Like a Gymnast through that, or you can go to trainlikeagymnast.com. That's how you can download the app. That's how you can see our courses. That's how you can get on the wait list for retreats and workshops. Um, that is the best way. If you want to learn more about me and just like fitness modeling and as a personal trainer, it's daniellegrayfit.com. So both two independent separate brands, but they're both kind of intertwined as well. I have links to everything Danielle just mentioned in the show notes. Perfect. <clears throat> and I, I believe there's a, an offer that you have for listeners today. Oh, yes. Yeah. So if you want your own T-Lag apparel, like a sweatshirt or a shirt, or if you want to get your own workout kit that has two sliders, five mini bands and three long bands to help you do the workouts that are in the app, or if you want to just add to your home gym, or if you want to, if you travel a lot, you can use the code LISTEN, all right? I believe it has to be all caps. It might not have to, but code LISTEN for 10% off any of that, okay? So you're welcome. Please go to trainlikeagymnist.com to get it. That sounds great. Thank you so much, Danielle. Appreciate you joining us today on Building Your Wealth Muscle. Thank you. Absolutely. Everyone have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us this week on Building Your Wealth Muscle. Make sure you visit our website, darbyba.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're at it, if you found value, we'd appreciate a ratings on iTunes or simply tell a friend about the show. That would help us as well. For more information on the topics covered, you can follow Pat on Instagram at PatDarbyBiz. The download from this episode is available in the show notes. 
And if you want help building your wealth specifically, Pat Darby is currently taking private clients. The link to book a call is also in the show notes. Thank you again for listening and have a great day.